Hi, good morning, good afternoon, and good evening. Uh, you know, I didn't even realize that was from the Truman Show, which is a reality show, which kind of ties into the broadcast. So it was all fake. It's all fraud. Hi, welcome to the broadcast. Today I have some amazing guests, and we are going to talk a little bit off the 90 day realm, but not out of the fraud scam realm. We are going to talk MLMs <laughs> and anti-MLMs. And <clears throat> if you don't know what an MLM is, stand by, hang in. Um, today I have with me Roberta Blevins, who Hi. is once described to me as the fairy godmother of anti-MLMs. Mm -hmm. Please introduce yourself. Hey, uh, I'm Roberta Blevins. Thanks. Um, <laughs> and apparently I'm the anti-MLM fairy godmother and I am okay with that. I like that actually. Um, I'm the host of Life After MLM, which is a podcast. I also have a YouTube show of the same name and I was in Lula Rich and have been an anti-LuLaRoe and anti-MLM advocate for the past uh, five-ish years. Uh, yeah, uh, Lula Rich being documentary on Amazon about LuLaRoe and MLM, which we will get into detail in uh, shortly. Um, and I also have with me the lovely Carla. Say hi, Carla. Hi. Hi. Welcome. Thank you for listening and thank you for having me on. Yep, I'm Carla. I was in the rise and fall of LuLaRoe. And I had a LuLaRoe branded vintage Airstream. And now I currently house my current business out of it, but I have a crazy and just life-changing uh, experience that stems straight out of LuLaRoe. So it's interesting to always um, kind of talk and share things. Excellent, excellent. So <clears throat> uh, uh, Carla mentioned the rise and fall of LuLaRoe, which is another documentary that is on Discovery Plus, which I know you guys are all familiar with. Um, if not, borrow somebody's login and use it and go and check it out. Um, no, just kidding. Don't do anything illegal. Um, <laughs> um, figure out a way to watch it. Um, That's what free trials are for. Right. Exactly. Right. Exactly. Um, and uh, that, so we are going to be discussing um, those specific documentaries and their roles in them and, and some other stuff that uh, some interesting twists that came after the LuLaRoe debacles. Um, we are bringing this all to you because I am personally fascinated by the subject, um, the anti-MLM stuff. You know I love documentaries. I know you guys love documentaries. We, we share this information on Instagram all the time. Um, and I know there's a lot of anti-MLM sentiment out there. And um, the thing that I wanna focus on is the scam and fraud aspects. Of, of MLMs and why they're why they're bad and why there is this huge anti-MLM movement. So we're going to get into all of that stuff. So the first half we're going to talk about the scams and stuff about MLMs in general. Second half, which will be the second episode, the next episode, part two, we'll be talking about uh, the LuLaRoe documentaries and things like that. So with that all said, I'm let's start with Roberta. Now, Roberta, I ran across you on TikTok, scrolling TikTok one night algorithm picked you up on my for you page and I was hooked ever since and then I've been listening to your podcast and I just love everything that you do and I had already seen the Amazon documentary but I didn't connect you to that um it like wasn't like I saw your TikTok and was like oh that's a girl from the documentary I was just fascinated by your content and I loved it and I love the way you you talk about it <clears throat> and then um Carla came into my life and then all of this turns out you know, this thing, whole thing came together. So it's all connected. It is it's all <laughs> connected in this weird way. Um, and uh, Roberta, so, so talk to me a little bit about uh, what it is that you do now, what your focus of, of your purpose in life is. Um, what is your why? <laughs> because of Lila Rowe, <laughs> hashtag, oh why are you here? <laughs> Oh my gosh. Um, what is my why? Let's see. Um, my why now, well, you know, my why is the same, really. My why when I joined LuLaRoe is because I wanted community and I wanted something for myself. And my why now is the same. It's just on the, on the back end. Uh, and so now I educate on the fraudulent aspects of multi-level marketing, why they're scams, how they're scams, why normal, seemingly innocent people join them, how they fall into it how they're ever in that place in their life. We we try to answer all of those whys because those are the comments I get all the time. Like, um, 
like, how do you not see that this was a scam? How do you not see that this was a cult? How did you not? And it's like, it's very interesting looking at something from the outside, looking in and like hindsight's 2020, obviously, but when you're in it, you don't see it. And so, you know, multi-level marketing likes to give you all this information, but you sort of have to reverse engineer it to read between the lines to actually get the truth. And so that's sort of kind of what I do. (laughs) (laughs) And, and you came to this place because you, like you, you mentioned briefly, you were a LuLaRoe consultant. Um, You were in it. And then, um, and, and then, you know, you quote unquote saw the light, got out and got into this, this anti MLM movement because of, you know, um, I, I, I think it's fascinating to have all of these MLMs and direct mark, direct marketing companies and stuff broken down. Yeah. into all of those those things because they put it together in this package and they do this intentionally and it's very very predatory in my view oh yeah so oh, um and so and then you know you get people I had it on my live the other day you get people all the time saying well this one's different this one's different you know mm-hmm. um and you know I come from my my in a previous life when I was married um my ex-husband is a military officer so I was in the military spouse land for 13 years which is oh boy (laughs) which is like oh my god don't feed them after midnight type of place for um mlms to thrive direct sales marketing you know direct sales companies to thrive um i my history with it i remember i think the first one i heard of that i realized was i don't know was home was these candles Party light. Party light. Party light. Yeah. <laughs> That's it. Ding, um, ding, 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 ding. I mean, Mary Kay and all that had I I was familiar with them, but I didn't know that that's what it was. I thought it was just like they come to your house. You know, that's I didn't realize it was a party, you know, MLM thing. I didn't understand. But I remember party light and then, you know, all of the other ones that that came after that. Then there were some other candles and then there was some um I don't know, you know, Pampered Chef, I will say I use Pampered Chef. <laughs> there's there's some items that I use that I really enjoy. I also use uh, Scentsy. Um, yeah, that's a but, hard one for people to quit. So it's hard for, <laughs> yeah, it's it's hard for me to quit. Um, <laughs> that's the last one. That's the last, I'm hanging on to it. Um, I still have essential oils, but those are, you know, I'm not buying new ones. Anyway. <laughs> um start with just like the big picture what is an mlm what's direct sale what is what is this monster that we're talking about and then break it down yeah totally so multi-level marketing or mlm is a business model which incentivizes you recruiting your own team underneath you and selling product and recruiting more and selling and recruiting um essentially it's a legal pyramid scheme. Um, the the difference is here, and they're very subtle. So and make attention. sure to explain <laughs> what a pyramid scheme is. <laughs> All right. Well, so a pyramid scheme is basically the same thing as an MLM, but here are the differences. In an MLM, you're recruiting people and you're selling a product, and the government says it's okay. In a pyramid scheme, you're recruiting people. There doesn't always have to be a product. It's an emphasis on recruiting people to get more people to recruit more people to get more people to recruit more people uh, in this exponential growth where essentially the money is being funneled to the top. Like everybody's getting a little bit of a percentage. So it doesn't really seem like a lot when you just look at it, when there's like three or four people in a pyramid, you're like, (laughs) and that makes sense. Like if I get somebody in my job, like I'll get a bonus for this or I'll get a commission. Yeah, no, totally. Like in that small instance, it is similar, but when you pan out and you look at the whole pyramid, it's like a spider web, like an ant farm of people that are connected, that everybody's getting a percentage of a percentage of a percentage. And when you look at the statistics and the money that is involved in this, the vast majority of people that are making money, which is very, very slim, are making it off of the recruitment of those underneath them that are in the 99% that are failing. Um, And pyramid schemes and multi-level marketing operates exactly the same way. The only difference is multi-level marketing has a set of rules they have to follow. Um, and that's what their policies and procedures basically outlines. These are the rules we have to follow so the government doesn't ding us. Uh, and that's why it's so important to report to the FTC when you see reps violating those policies and procedures, because that is their only legal connection to not being a pyramid scheme. So we really need to report that when we see it. Uh, it's basically it's basically a Ponzi scheme with more people. 
<laughs> and yeah. um, and it's snacks. like a Ponzi scheme where you can Ponzi until you drop. Everybody can be in the Ponzi, not just the not just the Bernie Madoff at top at the top. Hashtag boss babe Bernie Madoff. <laughs> boss hashtag boss Bernie, yeah, for sure. Oh, that was good. <laughs> um, uh, one thing I wanted to point out too is <coughs> on the legality side. So a pyramid scheme, you're you're just exchanging cash, like you you're physically handing yeah. ca- cash is what's exchanging hands. Whereas in a multi-level marketing company, it's yeah. a product, right? Right, where you pay but cash the- for the product and then get cash from the product. So the product, it's just you know some peanut butter between the bread. It's 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 the right. middleman. The product, and I, and I do want to get into that a little bit more too. Um, the the back and I don't remember when the year is I don't have that research in front of me but um, back in back in the day the the government made the the pyramid schemes illegal but the the multi level marketing side even though it's the same thing um, they they didn't because there was a lawsuit and it was a Amway lawsuit yes, 1979 I, okay, the case so was from 1975 until 1979. Uh, and it was Amway was being accused of being a pyramid scheme and using mm-hmm. deceptive business practices. Right. <laughs> um, and basically what happened was there was a, a judge, it was like an interim judge or something that wasn't really familiar with the case and sort of looked it over and said, I don't see any problem here and stamped it and said, yeah, this looks like a total normal business opportunity, completely ignoring like all of the fraud that was like right. glaringly obvious. And so unfortunately, you know, we got like a substitute teacher that day who like didn't know the assignment and was like, this seems fine. Let's watch a video. And now they're legal. So thank you, you so much. Understand. Right. And there, and, yeah. and that's, it's, it's, it's from there. Cause you know, you know, me being a lawyer, like I see, you know, okay, where yeah. does that law come from? From that law, them the the sort of the factors right the things the right. the, the, the rules. rules the Amway Which, rules is what we affectionately call them oh, because it was Amway who was them, the Amway right? decision there are right. two different rules there were the um of course I can't even was it Costco I think it was like the Costco rules or the the new there was another set of rules that I can't remember right now the course. Costco knives no no no, no, no. it was um, thing. it was Costco international but that was actually oh. shut down for being a pyramid scheme so I don't think it was that and of course I can't remember where's Dave Vaughn when I need him <laughs> uh, there were two different sets of rules essentially that you could follow one was before the Amway case and that's what everybody was sort of using um and then that case came and they actually set like written rules and the majority of MLMs followed those written Amway rules as is. Um, and that's just sort of like the majority now, but of course I can't remember the, the <laughs> other MLM that is the other set of rules off the top of my head right now. It'll come to me in like 15 minutes and I'll just shout it out. Good. Excellent. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, uh, so, so the, the what gets the attention of the FTC and of everybody else's stuff isn't necessarily the product the company sells, right? Like we mentioned a few of these, like Sensi is these, you know, wax warmers that are fragrant, right? Right. Um, and then they sell this product and I, you know, I purchased the product at what I think is a, you know, decently fair price. I can get a pack of bulbs for, you know, five bucks. It's really, right. you know, whatever. Um, they make my house smell good. I like them. Um, so there, there's, there's that, but the, these companies also preach the business opportunity and right. that's kind of the bigger picture of what we're talking about, because that's where, wherein lies the fraudulent stuff, yes. right? That's right. The big because lie. like they say, come sign up under me and you too can sell this product, this widget, whatever it is, you sell this widget and then you get people under you. And when they sell widgets, you get a piece of that money and look how easy it is to sell this widget. Everybody loves these widgets. So, you they know, sell themselves and you can do it at home yeah. and, you know, in around the pockets your, of your time in your baby's nap time, you know, all of this stuff. Right. That's, I think the lion's share of, of where the problems lie, not yes. necessarily in a person purchasing like the item that there's not like a fraudulent, like this isn't really wax. This is made out of, you know, unicorn tears. Not all the time. There Not are sometimes the when that happens. There, there was a are. case. There was a case with Unique <laughs> where they were telling everybody that the fibers in their fiber mascara that was very popular a few years mm-hmm. ago oh, was 100% yeah. green tea. 
So they were natural green tea fibers from the green tea plants, like, you know, on the misty mountains of wherever the hell green tea is grown. <laughs> and they're so natural and amazing. Well, hey, some people are getting those quote unquote, all natural fibers in their eyes. And it was causing irritation and come to find out it weren't, it was not green tea at all. It was nylon. It was ground up nylon. Oh my God. Yes. Me, me, it was so bad. It was so bad. I got, I had got three eye infections before I tracked it down to the, that specific mascara. Yes. I swear. Oh my God. There was a class action lawsuit that came out about it. Yeah, sorry, yeah, and they settled. In, but yes, it no, was absolutely, very absolutely, absolutely. And you know what? So now that, that I'm thinking about too. it, like I retract my statement because <laughs> because I'm thinking of all of the problematic products, like the uh, Plexus, I don't right. know, all these nutrition things. That- <laughs> well, you know, they use a lot of problematic things to promote that, like toxic diet culture and fat phobia. There's a like, lot you know, of they're things gonna to promote go- that. They're going to promote, uh, there's a lot of faith manipulation. It's just manipulation in general. Yeah. Like it's just, yeah. you say no, and it's 10,000 ways for me to get you to say yes, using all of the things I know about you in the five minute conversation that we've had. Right. And it really, really is that. And and here's the other thing. Not all products in MLMs are going to give you eye infections. Like most right. of the products in an MLM are going to be good because they want people to join. And if your products are crap, no one is going to join. Right. The products, maybe they're just, prom- they're just promoting that the products, whatever, right? Like mm-hmm. there are legitimate products in these companies. And that mm-hmm. is a reason that people join and it is right. part of it. The companies right. know exactly what they're doing. They're like, we're going to put all of our R&D into this one thing that everybody's going to be about. We're going to market it like crazy. Everybody's mm-hmm. going to want this XYZ that does XYZ. Right. And everybody needs it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then well, the rest of the crap is crap. Right. One well, thing is going to bring everybody in and you've got to join the MLM to even get it. And that's the kicker. Our bodies come in different shapes and sizes. So doesn't it make sense that our weight loss plans should too? That's the beauty of Noom. They build a personal plan that factors in dietary restrictions, medical issues, and other personal needs so your plan works for you. Noom doesn't restrict or shame when you want to treat yourself. Their flexible program focuses on progress. Instead of perfection, you don't have to give up carbs or anything. And with their daily lessons, you can learn something new about your food choices every day. After just a few days of using the app, I learned how to recognize cues for overeating and how to choose the right foods to feel full. Stay focused on what's important to you with Noom's psychology and biology-based approach. Sign up for your trial today at Noom.com. That's N-O-O-M.com. And check out Noom's first ever cookbook, The Noom Kitchen, for a hundred healthy and delicious recipes to promote better living. Available to buy now wherever books are sold. Tell me, I mean, I want to say, how does all of this work? But that's such a huge question. That's right, like a loaded right. question. Because, Absolutely. you know, like, so, so what happens is Carla jo- decides yeah. she, she's hanging out with a friend, gets invited to a random friend's girlfriend's house for the Saturday afternoon party. Doesn't know anything about it. You know, I may be describing my own experience at my first LuLaRoe yeah, party. Absolutely. Um, you go and you feel the material back this back when the quality was good. And I was like, oh, wow, these are, oh, these are weird. This so really, sad. really weird patterns. You, and then you go, oh, that's kind of a cute pattern. Oh, that's, oh, that's a novelty. And then you go to, oh my God, I have to have all of them. Yeah, Again, there's maybe a lot of I'm describing my own there. experience. <laughs> yeah. There's a lot of forgiveness for yourself where you're like, that's ridiculous. And then like five weeks later, you're like, I had to have them. I know. I know. That's exactly <laughs> how it worked for me. And I bought into everything about those, um, the Facebook lives and the got to have it. And, uh, you know, checking my phone at a certain time when they were going to go live. Okay. We'll get to that in a minute. I'm, I'm, I'm getting ahead of myself here. (laughs) But yeah, all of that is part of it, right? Like every single aspect of MLM has to work. It's one gigantic machine and every single cog has to be in place for it to work. And it works really well. Mm -hmm. And as long as we keep everybody on the same idea, and stop asking questions and don't look over there and stop pulling, stop looking behind the curtain. All the cogs work really great. But as soon as one of those cogs, like me or Carla or anybody says, excuse me, I have a question. The whole machine's like, and seizes up. Like, whoa, questions don't work here. Yeah. (laughs) You need to have faith and believe. 
And it's like, no, 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 no. I literally just have a question about why my leggings smell so bad or why there's holes or why things I'm waiting weeks to get stuff or why things are still backordered. I just want to know these questions because I need the answer to then move ahead in my business that you're telling me I own and that I'm responsible for. You're not giving me all of the information. Like I'm, I'm very much unaware of what's going on. Mm -hmm. And, uh, again, they don't like those questions because then other people go, wait, wait, what a question. Well, I actually had that question too. I mean, right. yeah. me too, me too. Oh no, here's a cookie. Stop asking questions. It's, it's <laughs> yeah. a ticking time bomb when you have integrity, ethics, morals, or curiosity. In <laughs> really? Um, I want to say like, start with like the first fraud that is encountered by like, say Carla joining LuLaRoe, like or any, you know, it could be anybody, Maybe you know, some of the first red flag, fraudy red flags that we noticed. Yeah. Yeah. Well, no, like if someone uh, being approached, like, Oh, red flags are being approached. Like, something like to- starting from the beginning. When I say the beginning, I mean like the beginning of the MLM encounter. Okay. Like I am trying to entice Carla to come join my MLM and I start talking. What are the first fraudulent things that come out? Yeah, no. Uh, the other night on uh, my show, one of my followers called me Hun Berta, which because I'm reacting to old videos. So I'm going to go into Hun Berta mode and I'm going to talk to Carla as if she is somebody who's interested. And I might say something to her like, I've been following your feed. It's so like, I love your feed. It's so cute. That shirt you wore yesterday was so cute. Where do you get your clothes or something like that? I never or, did this, or my this favorite. is something an MLMer would do, right? My favorite is the old uh, high school friend. Yeah. And this message can come from anybody, right? Like it come from an old high school friend, an old high school bully, which is oftentimes pretty funny. Um, Exes, Mm -hmm. ex-friends, (laughs) ex-lovers, maybe cousins you don't talk to anymore. Ex-lovers, new wives. Ex-lovers, new (laughs) wives who think you're friends. Like, you know, whatever. (laughs) Like they're going to, it's going to come from somebody who's probably one to two degrees of like Kevin Bacon away from you. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, So it's going to feel very close. Not always is it a stranger, but if you're on social media, a lot, it might be a stranger, but not always it is. Is it a stranger, but it might be something to the effect of like, I really love your feed or I was, I was thinking about you or I'm doing this new thing. And I thought you'd be interested or if you're selling clothes, like I know you love clothes or if you're selling shakes, like I know how you're into fitness and your health, like whatever it is, like they're going to come to you with some sort of open-ended question to sort of start a conversation that you don't really want to have. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I just see a lot of screenshots and a lot of times, like it'll be people sharing the screenshots on Reddit or whatever. And it's like, is this an MLM? If not, I'm, if, if it is, I'm not interested. Like people are really seeing those red flags, experiencing those red flags, seeing them for themselves and like preemptively stopping the conversation before it even gets to the rabbit hole. Right. Um, so bravo to everybody who's like out there listening and paying attention because I see you. <laughs> and I appreciate mm-hmm. it. Um, but yeah, like it's going to be something very innocuous like that. Like I'm having a party. Um, I think you'd be perfect for this. Oh, you're a tired mom too. I found the secret to this, whatever it is. It's again, very innocuous, innocent enough, but also kind of like, what, what, why are you messaging me? There's also that feeling to it as well. Right. Yeah, totally. (laughs) What do you think, Carla? Totally. Especially with some of the vitamin stuff. I mean, there's multiple, 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 either it doesn't matter if it's a weight loss or just vitamins and I'll leave specific names out, but it's like the second you say, Oh yeah, I've been traveling for me. Maybe it's, I've been traveling so much. I'm missing my fruits and vegetables. Oh, well you are, I was doing the same thing, but then this, I tried this and did it. It's not the same conversation you're going to have with your neighbor at the grocery store. It's not, it sounds like it in the beginning, but it's not the same conversation. And you can say no a million times. And Roberta, you're right. Like how they will pull things off of your feed and say, you know, there's even like a a, kind of like a Disney timeshare sort of MLM-y thing. Oh, I saw that you guys went to Disney last year. I can get you a better discount this year. Mm -hmm. It's always presented as like, they're doing you a favor by them offering you their product. Right. They've got the solution. You've got a problem. They can fix it. Let me just talk to you for five minutes. Can you click on this link and give me 20 minutes of your time? Like, yeah. And, or, (laughs) 
Yeah, and or just sign up for the discount. Yeah, oh, the discount. Saying it's too expensive. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Ooh, or even if you want to join, but you can't afford it, but you just want the product. If you could just sign up and get two people underneath you, the commissions alone from those two people will pay for your yeah. monthly auto ship. Yeah. Then it's oh my free. God, you're basically getting it for free. Except yeah. you're not getting it for free. You're earning $50 and then spending $50. It's not yes. free. Yes. It's never free. It's, it's never free. free. Even Always when you quote, earn you it, get. you're mm-hmm. still working for it. Yes. Yes. You're always halfway in debt. You're muted. Uh, what? Katrina. No, not you. Katrina's muted. Oh, you're, I thought I was. I was like, Carla, you're fine. Okay, good. Oh, shit. Okay. Oh, there you go. <laughs> I see you doing this and I was like, she's muted. Oh my gosh, see um, what was I going to say? Uh, <laughs> And I lost it. Of course you did. <laughs> um, <laughs> no, okay. So I, I fall for it. I go, oh, you know, this sounds great. And I've got a newborn at home and I want to, you know, just make some fun money, you know, maybe so I can get some cute extra clothes for my baby or, Why you not? know, a date night yeah. with my husband and maybe for a babysitter, you know, oh, like you these could kinds just of things. work in the pockets of your day to make an extra hundred dollars a month. So and you these, and your hubby could have a I'm, romantic night once a month just for you. Who wouldn't do that? <laughs> and I'm already scrolling TikTok like for several yeah. hours at night. Why don't I just get on tiktok and sell these fizzy <gasps> rings i mean you're already making the videos that, that turn your hands white and look like they're gonna <sighs> cause cancer yeah. um you know the ring so, bomb parties yes the <laughs> ring bomb, i'm fascinated watching them though and um with with all my anti-mlm stuff swimming in my head watching the comments for the ones that say is this an mlm and then that comment disappears like that that's yeah. how I get blocked mostly on TikTok is when I go. <laughs> I took a bunch I of screenshots say, for you. I took someone some screenshots will say, is this for an you? MLM? And I literally just respond and go, yes. And then I get blocked. <laughs> yeah. I yeah. took some screenshots because, you know, you said that they're not supposed to be on your for you page anymore. Yeah. And they are. I had a whole bunch of them. Yeah, of course so I was they like, are. oh, I took them. Anyway, back to, back to my others. So I sign up under Carla. I'm in and what am I doing? So what do I have to do? What's the, what's the process? What do I learn once I'm inside? How much do I have to buy? How do I sell? What all of this? Well, again, it depends. What MLM are you in? There's so many, there's over a thousand. So it really depends, but the process is going to be something very similar to you're going to either go to a website and you have to sign up with like someone's number. There's definitely going to be like, use my name or use my number or use my link because again, it's a pyramid and they need you to be underneath them. They don't want you to join anywhere else. Cause if you go to the regular website, it'll probably just give you a random person. Like you need to click their link. So it is going to be very specific to that. Um, that's a little red flag. Like click this link, this with the, you know, with the Sally Jane four, two, three or whatever, you know, like it's her link. Uh, to sign up, you're going to sign up. You're going to need to give credit card information, social security, all of that. So that's another thing. Like you're not signing up for a discount. If you're giving somebody your social security card and your credit card, like you're not signing up for a discount. Like that's not what this is. So you're signing your life away. You're signing these PMPs. Not a lot of people read the policies and procedures of the multi-level marketing company. It really, you're signing away a lot of your rights and you don't even know it. So it's very, very important for you to read these. You look at a regular like policies and procedures. It's a couple pages. MLMs are like 40 plus pages. Mm-hmm. It's like, what are they protecting themselves from? Other yeah, than I the fact that they're it. a gigantic you, pyramid and the government is like, these. these are the rules. Like it's literally the rules. You read it and it's, it's very, it's very confusing. Uh, and you also are going to think, well, I'm really not like a business person. So all this business stuff is so confusing, but like, I guess I'll just figure it out as I, as I go, like, that's what they're counting on. Like they're counting on your naivete. They're counting on the fact that you don't know anything about business, that this has always been your dream for the past five days. And that this is all you want to think about and do because you're on a dopamine fueled high from going to that stupid fucking Facebook party you got invited to. Yeah. And all you can think about is the fat wrap that's going to suck the fat out of you. So you're going to be beautiful just in time for sw- swimsuit. You know what? If you have a swimsuit and you put it on your body, you've got a swimsuit body and you're beautiful. Go to the beach and rock Thank it, you. Okay? Thank like, you. Yeah. You don't need to look a specific way. It's taken me over 40 years to figure that out. And thank God I did before mm-hmm. I died because it's yeah. more fun. 
It's just more fun to have fun. Uh, so yeah, you know, it's like, it's very, pre- like all of this is just very predatory and yeah. it upsets me. Carla, you very, especially with the business side of it, they are so incredibly good at convincing you if you are not like Roberta said, a businessy person, well, I'll just sign up because they give me my own website. Yeah, they do oh this, God. they do that. They convince you once you're in there by like, maybe it's a weekly training. Maybe it's, you know, a super Saturday or a convention or whatever. That all on your dime, by the way. None of it's it paid for. You. Yeah, and, you're, and I want to mention that as you. well. Yeah, and let me tell you, there's a legitimate wholesale product for every single MLM product with a higher profit margin. Yeah. It makes me upset too. It gets me fired up because, for example, there's one where they're selling 200 worth of scented stuff. They're only making $40. Are you out of your oh, mind? Wow. Like, yeah. but they have convinced these, you know, that, you know, your website, we do this, we do that. Look, it's, Guys, come on. It's really not that hard. It's not. If you want to do it. It's like, really, you can do it and start small. There's a couple oh, websites. Start, start out small. There that that that's free. why LuLaRoe's startup costs were like $5,000. But here's <laughs> another thing. You know, you talked about on your dime, right? You have to buy the product. You have mm-hmm. to buy whatever kit. They have you've multiple levels. And of course, they're always going to encourage you to buy the bigger ones. Of course. Mm-hmm. Now, this is your upline encouraging you and they make money off what you buy. So um, mm-hmm. not on what you sell to the ultimate customer, but by what you buy from the company. To right. Have as and the inventory. legal distinction should be that it's on what you sell, right? Mm-hmm. But most MLMs on the back end there is no legal distinction between what you buy and what you sell in terms of PV, which is like product volume. Mm-hmm. So in terms of product volume on the back end, it doesn't matter what you buy or you sell because it's all the same. It all counts for the same thing. So say I need to have 200 PV to hit my rank and I busted my ass, but I only sold a hundred PV for the whole month and I need 100 more to hit my rank. Now, some people might buy the 100 PV and hit their rank. Uh, a lot of times MLMs will call this, you know, don't leave money on the counter. Yeah. Mark used to say that all the time. Mark's the CEO <laughs> or whatever of Lulu, LuLaRoe. Mm-hmm. You know, like you're, you're basically burning my money if you're not taking the opportunity of, of the leadership train of the leadership uh, bonus plan is what he would say. Mm-hmm. You're burning my money. <laughs> don't burn my money. Right. Yeah. And it's like, there's no distinction. So if you have a bonus check that you're going to get, that's Three hundred dollars, mm-hmm. but you have to spend a hundred dollars to hit your hundred PV to hit the rank to get the three hundred dollars. Mm-hmm. If you don't buy that hundred PV, you're leaving two hundred dollars on the table because <laughs> it's only going to cost you one hundred to get three hundred. So you <laughs> you net two hundred. That's in the green. You got to get there, baby, because you know what you need that two hundred for to buy more inventory. You got to buy more inventory. And, and right. the other thing you said is to hit your rank, which is this is pro, this 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 thing about how you have to sell a certain volume every month to maintain. Like once you, you like as you progress in your sales, you hit different ranks, and then you, yeah. to stay there to have that title of, you know, Grand Soap Puba, you have you know <laughs> trainer promoter, hype man, you know whatever, <laughs> you know. Um, you have to sell a certain amount per month, you know, to maintain that. Yeah. Otherwise you get demoted. Yeah. Now, no legitimate business. No. It, mm-hmm. Like, do you have to outlay that kind of cash yeah. just to start? So they also sell this as a business opportunity. Like you're owning your own business. You guys, you do not own your own no. fucking business. No. You no. also don't in a real business have to re-qualify to get your promotion every single month. It's not like if you're working at Target and they're like, hey, Carla, mm-hmm. you've been selling the shit out of this Target shit. I'm going to give you a raise. You're going to be the manager now. How does that sound? Oh, and then what? at the first of the month, I'm like, Carla, don't disappoint me. You better qualify for manager. I can't pay you on that manager salary. I promised last month. Like that's insane. Yeah. That's a really great analogy. Like it's insane. Like that would never happen that you have to qualify for manager to get your check. No, you show Mm -hmm. up, you do your work, you clock in your hours, your salary, whatever it is, you get your paycheck. 
There's yeah. no stipulations of like, well, you know what? You didn't sell those four up and up sunscreens. That was the deal this month. Uh, you yeah. only sold two, Carla. So unfortunately, if you don't purchase the other two, I can't pay you. Oh, so yeah, encourage you. are like, well, to- I don't want to leave my salary on the table. So I guess I'll buy this sunscreen. <laughs> oh my God. I'm going to use it eventually. I do go out in the sun and I might give it away as giveaways and gifts to my friends <laughs> that need and love sunscreen too. Sure. No problem. Oh that my God. doesn't happen. It doesn't happen. Oh my God, I'm dying. (laughs) No, if if you're able to be let go or fired by whatever you're repping, you are not a small business, period. I can't fire myself right now in my small business and I'm the only person that can fire myself. And you know what? I can give myself a raise anytime I want. I don't have to do any certain thing. There's no string. There's no carrot over my head. I do as I please. I make as I please. That's it. Hey, fraudcasters. Everyone knows that finding the perfect t-shirt can be such a challenge. I know I've always had problems with it, whether it was the fit or the quality. Luckily, the perfect t-shirt does exist and you can find it at Skims, the maker of my perfect t-shirt bra. Now I have the perfect t-shirt to go with that bra. From either crop silhouettes to long sleeve layering tees, there's a style for everyone. My cotton jersey t-shirt is now a wardrobe staple for me. I reach for it almost every day and the fit is so perfect because it snatches me right in at the waist. I've washed it a million times and it's held its shape really well. It fits like a dream. I absolutely love it. And honestly, you guys, I thought like, okay, this shirt is going to be too small for me and it's not going to fit right and all the bulges are going to show but it doesn't at all. I put it on and it magically stretches to fit me perfectly. And it holds all those bulges in every little, but last bulge that I have is all held in and it looks fantastic. I absolutely love it. And it's super, super comfortable. And it is, it is one of my new favorite t-shirts. You can shop the skims t-shirt collection at skims.com now available in sizes extra, extra small up to four X. And if you haven't yet, be sure to let them know that we sent you. After you place your order, select podcast in the survey and select our show in the drop-down menu. You mentioned (laughs) uh, giveaway and that triggered something in my mind that was that I see a lot um, on these TikTok ring bong parties, right? So where they, you know, so the rate in case you don't know, <laughs> if you don't spend hours scrolling TikTok at 2 a.m. like I do, because you can't sleep. <laughs> um the ring bombs are like these square bath bombs, but they're not like full of essential oils and smell goods that you put in your bath. Do not put these in your bath. Um, and inside of them is a ring. And the thing is, is you don't know what the ring is, it's a surprise. And they 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 retail like 25, 30 bucks, something like yep. that at to start. And then they go up from there. Right. And, um, like you're watching the party, you're watching the person on TikTok, and people who are like in the audience buy on their websites. Like you click on your phone and you yeah. buy whatever. And mm-hmm. then the, you know, the excitement, the dopamine hit comes because they drop it in water and they fizz it live. Right. And then you go, Ooh, yeah. this is a beautiful ring. And then their hook right is like you might uncover diamonds right by the way every diamond piece Mm -hmm. that i have seen is ugly as shit i don't care that they're real diamonds i would (laughs) not wear them what was left over in the jewelry district in la after like all the actual jewelers came through and they're like okay here's all the crappy stuff no one wanted and ring bombs like we got an alka-seltzer for that right (laughs) You know, you, and you guys, like, you don't, I mean, I, I, I'm obsessed with these parties. So I, I kind of get the watching it, watching them fizz and see what it is. But, Mm -hmm. but like, if you want those rings, if you want that product, you guys, I can give you a website where you can go buy a bag of them wholesale, which is where these people actually started selling those in her boutique. And she's an ex paparazzi hunt, Tracy Reed. She's got her own and she does, and they added them. And she's like, why not? And so they're doing misty, fizzy ring, whatever. <laughs> so yeah, there's, a, there's, you know, there's a wholesale sites you can go buy this, this stuff mm-hmm. from. Um, but that one focuses on, you know, the, 
oh, that's the excitement of what what is what is this? And then they have earrings and bracelets which aren't yeah. fizzy, but they it's egg surprises for adults. It's just like <laughs> yes. it's just an yes. unknown, oh my god, yes. what's in the thing? Absolutely, it's a huge dopamine. People like what you know, seeing people in the comments are like, oh, I just bought three more. You know, they spend yeah. like three hundred dollars in a night, like it's Vegas or something. Absolutely, it totally is, right? It's like totally but gambling. He, here's the thing about that I've noticed with these is so many of them have um, like all these things. Like if you buy X amount, I'll give you a little giveaway. That's more money you're outlaying, right? And they have these cute backgrounds and you've got these like special, some people have the special like jars because they want clear jars so you can fizz and here's the ring holder and all of the things that you need to sell and to make your background look good and, and all of that stuff cost money so you're adding all i mean entrepreneurs people who actually own businesses yes they have startup costs and those some you know cost of doing business stuff but they actually own the business so that's another piece of money outlaying that the person like that is cutting into your profit of what you're taking home at the end of the day and that leads me to numbers can you talk numbers as far as percentages, you mentioned 99% earlier, um, some of the compensation structures, fraud and scam stuff that happens there. Yeah, absolutely. I love this. These are the kind of numbers that I like. So my, my favorite statistics first, we're going to do percentages of loss. Okay. So we're going to talk about multi-level marketing. Uh, the late Dr. John Taylor did some research. All of his information is on FTC's website. You can go look it up if you'd like. And uh, he found that 99.7% of people that are involved in multi-level marketing will lose money. And that is when all costs are considered. So that's opportunity costs and sunk costs and all of the things that you get into. 99.7% of people will lose money. Now, gambling, which we just mentioned, yeah. uh, the loss rate of gambling is 95%. Now, remember, gambling is not legal in all 50 states. Gambling is legal on like what maritime cruises and Vegas and reservations and things like that, but it's not legal in every state and you can't do it. And if you're going to do the lotto, you have to go through like specific organizes, organized places and retailers and all these things. Right. And the loss rate in that is 95%. And then we have illegal pyramid schemes. The one that Hun's got like, they're illegal. That's the one I'm talking about right now. The loss rate for those, the ones the government shuts down, the, the, the blessing looms, the airplane games, those sort of things, the, the book exchange, the wine exchange, secret <laughs> sister, that stuff that you see on Facebook all the time, that has a 90.7% loss rate. So the legal pyramid schemes, the multi-level marketing, have a worse loss rate than the, the ones the government shuts down and gambling. Yet here we are with thousands of multi-level marketing companies that are legal, that people are joining every single day. It's a billion with a B dollar industry, and it is disgusting. Mm -hmm. So those are just those rates, right? Right. And people, they get drawn in because they're told the amount of money they can make. And the person, oh, this person, my upline makes whatever. Of course, they, those are all skewed and not counting their costs and not whatever. However, all that people, the Huns calculate that stuff which I think you're getting into. <laughs> yeah, if you look at any income disclosure statement for a multi-level marketing company, and here's the funny thing, they don't actually have to have them. They're not required. That is part of the business opportunity rule that was literally designed for multi-level marketing. And somehow 10 years ago, multi-level marketing lobbied their way out of the rule that was literally made for them. And so they are not required to have an income disclosure statement. So that's the ones bullshit. That, right? So the ones that are out right now, in fact, you can comment on the FTC. We're literally in the middle of a commenting section. We can talk about it at the end. I'll give you the info. But you can actually leave a comment on the FTC's website right now talking about multi-level marketing because we're trying to change those rules or at least have a little bit more regulation for these scam and fraudsters, right? So they don't have to have an income disclosure statement. The ones you see are voluntary, which means they chose to print those numbers and they chose to show you that. Oh my God. So imagine the ones that don't have it probably don't have better numbers than the ones that do have them. And that's and, just basic logic, right? And that's, those numbers are bad. 
And those numbers are very bad. You will see uh, at least bare minimum 90% are going to be in the bottom of the pyramid, the last ones. And those are the people that are not making any money. Those are the people that are going to be losing money. Some income disclosure statements actually will show um, required fees like the kit or the monthly purchase or, or the, you know, whatever the required is, they'll put that in the income disclosure. And usually the bottom ranks are in the negative because the average is negative because it costs more to join than what they're actually making. A lot of people don't think about that, that cost as well. So a lot of income disclosures don't have that cost and then have a little caveat at the bottom. That's like, this doesn't include like literally anything. Right. <laughs> Right. Yeah, so it's it's really like it's wild, right? So we always say you look at these numbers, it's the you look at the numbers that Carla can attest to this. The yeah. wholesale numbers are just not real. Like what we were paying wholesale is what Carla sells retail. And yeah. so for us, that, that makes me think that we're the we're the real customer because we're paying at actual retail, right? But they're calling it wholesale. So we got this Orwellian MLM double speak that they like to use. It's very mm -hmm. bait and switch. So I'm buying at full retail that a normal person like that target sells it at and saying mm -hmm. it's wholesale and it's just so much better. And that's why it's just so much better quality, blah, 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 blah. but it's coming wet, stinking, full of holes. And they're trying to justify, on, right? Like it's, they're, yeah, they're trying to justify the increased cost. Cause a lot of these products are like, I mean, they're, they're really expensive for what they are and you can get a much higher quality regular retail for cheaper. Yeah. And yeah. so the reps are the true customer. Even if you do sell something outside, like your mom that doesn't join your team goes, I just want the shake. And you just sell the shake to your mom. That sale, like that sale only accounts for 10%, like across the globe, across the world, only 10% of MLM sales make it outside of the pyramid. 90% of those sales stay inside the organization, whether they're sales to buy your rank. If I'm getting stuff and Carla's like, oh my God, I didn't get it in that size and I wanted it. And I'm like, well, it's a unicorn. She's like, I'll pay full price. Now Carla's buying from me, but Carla's a, a member. Carla's a member of the cult and she's right. buying from me and I'm buying from her and we're supporting each other. And it's the end of the month and I just need to sell five more things. Who can help me out? I'll buy something from you. It's all incestuous. It's right. all this insidious, disgusting, like stew of fraud and deceit. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, it really is the, the, that bring what you were just saying brings me kind of back to like the where we started this conversation which was like the legality right and what makes something a pyramid scheme versus a legitimate business type of thing and i think one of the factors or one of the things that's talked about is that percentage of product that goes outside the pyramid right it has to be a certain amount and 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 we'll talk about this a little bit more like when we get to the specific Lulu stuff but you guys were on the documentaries and stuff talk about how they changed their compensation structure and initially it was if i am the upline and you two are each one of my little ducklings underneath me it doesn't matter what you sell outside the pyramid but if you each buy your you know buy six thousand dollars worth of product this month each from you know i will get that percentage regardless of it you sell it or you, you know, shove it under your bed, you know, it doesn't matter what happens. And, and that distinction, because that product is not being used by like the outside or whatever, that distinction is kind of important regarding yeah. the legality. And that's, and then I totally like lost my train of thought here. The no, but like, exactly. You're saying that, that the actual number of what the percentage of sales outside the pyramid should be versus what it is. So what it is, is 10%. What it should be is 70. Yeah, it needs to be saying. at least a minimum of 70% sold. Mm -hmm. That is the 70-30 rule. It is an Amway rule set by the FTC in the 1979 case, I believe. I might be wrong, but I'm pretty sure I'm not. The 70-30 rule. And in fact, a lot of ML, there's a there's it, it's it's an unspoken rule. And if the FTC asks the MLM, the MLM will say, look, here's my policies and producers, it just says 70-30. We have it on the books. It's not our fault if nobody is actually following through and they're just inventory loading. That's not our fault. We don't mm -hmm. say that. Yeah, but you and don't that's not stop illegal anybody from saying it either. <laughs> inventory load. That's like buying all of the products so you can stock right. a store, right? But the, the MLM is gonna say they didn't force you to do that. Nobody forced right. you to do that. 
But then the opposite side is you don't want to leave money on the table. Then that you get told they, they, they didn't tell you to do that, but in a way they do, because they have all these calls, these inspiring calls you have with your upline with, and then as you increase rank, you know, what you're being told by your upline. And these are the things that like make it into the documentaries about sell your breast milk so you can afford the, the onboarding. <laughs> that was my upline. Yeah. That was my upline. Not my direct okay. upline, but I was on that team. I was on the Yeah, you were the team. one that said it. And maybe this is a good time to move into the to that specific stuff. Um, I think, is there anything else that's sort of generally about, yeah, let's wrap up M- the okay. MLMs in general, yeah. okay? And, and the, the, the biggest red flags, um, address the person who says, but my MLM is different. My, the, my, and and they always call it direct sales or network sales Mm -hmm, or how, whatever, whatever these magic terms are that they're trying to say that make it sound that they're trying to disguise what they truly are, which is where the fraud comes in. Right. Yeah. That's another thing they do because we call them MLMs now and there's a whole hashtag and a whole movement and a whole group and podcasts and shows and documentaries about anti MLM. So they're like, well, we're not an MLM. We're a direct sales company. Same thing. We're not an MLM. We're social selling. Same thing. We're network marketing. Same thing. It doesn't matter if there's an upline, if there's a downline, if you have to pay to be a part of it, if there is a a pay to play, if there is a recruitment factor, if there is this English chain of it's unlimited, unlimited people, unlimited things, unlimited opportunity, nothing is unlimited. Not even shrimp at the buffet is unlimited. Y'all, someone is going to run out of shrimp eventually. So (laughs) nothing is unlimited. And the fact that they can promote these businesses and say it's an unlimited business opportunity with unlimited growth and unlimited earning potential is a lie. Eventually, even if someone had all the earning potential, we'd run out of money in, in the world. We'd run out of people first. But, <laughs> right. you know, recruiting five people to recruit five people to recruit five people only works for 13 levels. And then you run out of people on earth. Right. Exponentially. That's the hard so and fast numbers. That's like, those are numbers. You can't right. argue with that. Right. And I think that's the stuff that I think is important for people to see, you know, because they get sold this bill of goods by their upline, by their whatever these, you know, Miss Miss Fancy Pants Hun with her third, you know, 31 yeah, these bag lifestyle and claims. All of these things, you know, where they're saying, no, it's not a pyramid scheme. It's not this. It's important to know those are all lies. Those they're are all, all double speak. Those are all euphemisms for this predatory sales environment that, you know, that they all are. So as, as consumers and as potential targets, you know, my audience, so the broadcast audience, we're all, you know, in that, in that range, right. Mm -hmm. What things should we be looking out for? What would be red flags to us? Like if you had to sum it up and tell you're telling aunt and, you know, aunt and granny what to look (laughs) for on the, on the face, the face webs. I would say probably the first thing you need to understand is the person that's coming to you to pitch this is a not only a perpetrator, but a victim as well. Uh, everybody in a multi-level marketing scheme is a victim and a perpetrator, except for maybe the top 1% who knows what they're doing. So please understand and always show kindness and understanding when these people are coming to you because they have literally been taught to believe what they are saying and they literally believe it. And so they do not think they are lying because they actually believe these things. They have been shown and told, and it has been drilled into their head for however many months that what they're doing is the way, it's a cult, you know, it's the best way, it's the only way, we know the way, we've got the technology, we have the solution and we can help you. So you have to put yourself in that mindset. Mm -hmm. Um, For those people that are in an MLM right now going, oh my God, but my MLM is not like this. Mm-hmm. I would tell you that you need to find an, and maybe it's not. I mean, I haven't been wrong yet, but I might be wrong this time. Um, find an anchor outside of your MLM that has nothing to do with your MLM. Does not buy from you. Does not, has, you know, is not part of it. Doesn't understand whatever. And just have that anchor. So that if something weird, don't keep it to yourself. You're not allowed to talk to the people in the MLM because they're going to tell someone else and tattle on you, but go outside to your anchor and talk to that person. And if you need an anchor, you can hit up somebody in the anti-MLM community. We will listen. Okay. I'm not going to promote and tell you to go to the MLM. I'm going to try to get you out. But at the same time, I will sit and listen. I've listened to many people for many months as they battle. Should I leave? Should I, should I go? Should I stay? What should I do? So you can always reach out to someone like me and Carla in the, in the community. And if we can't help you, we can find you someone that can, but always have an anchor outside 
outside of the cult, outside of the organization, outside of the business that can take off your rose colored glasses. Because today on the podcast, we figured out who originally said that. And it was Bojack Horseman. Bojack Horseman says that it's very hard to see red flags when you're wearing rose colored glasses because they just look like regular ass flags. So we got to take off the rose colored glasses or at least have someone in our life that's not wearing them. Mm-hmm. It's yes. very important. Someone that can see the red flags for the red flags. Can you repeat this, the, the stuff you just, you said on um, the person's a victim also, because I was not on mute when I was chewing my ice and it probably oh, covered yeah. you up. Oh yeah. And, and I forgot totally. to put us on three individual tracks. So you're totally fine. <laughs> so a very important thing to remember is that people that are in this are victims and perpetrators. They're both. Uh, it, it's, it's a hard thing. If you have an upline, if you have a downline, you are in this, you were a victim being pulled into it. And you are now a perpetrator of this scam by getting, or trying to get other people to either buy the products or join the products. It, it's part of it. It's just part of it. You just have to sort of admit that and understand that, but give grace and understanding that that's where people are at. And they don't really understand. They truly, truly, truly believe that this is what is the truth. They have been told this, they have it's, it's been drilled into their brain. And so they do not believe that they are lying when they come to you with these lies, even though they're, it's very easily debunked, but you can very easily debunk everything. You have more cognitive dissonance than them at this moment. And they really truly believe that they're doing something that is good. So um, have that anchor outside so that you can talk to somebody that does not have any affiliation with this and can keep your head screwed on straight. Excellent. Yeah. So that's, that's like the first thing, right? Like that's the first thing is like, have really good MLM, like have that. If you're thinking about joining MLM, have that, just have someone that, you know, you can trust that is not going to blow smoke up your ass because that's what the MLM is going to do. And also understand that that person is not a hater. That person loves you. That person knows you. Mm. Your mom is not a hater. Your husband's not a hater. Your girlfriend's not a hater, whatever it is. They love you. They know you better than Sally. Who's trying to get you to join a cult. So understand that as well. The cult and the MLM, the scam, it it is deception is their core competency. Mm -hmm. So they're going to lie and cheat, steal, twist the truth, twist the statistics, twist the narrative in any way they possibly can. I have nothing to financially gain from you leaving an MLM. That should be the first green flag. I don't care. You want to leave, leave. You want to stay, stay. It doesn't affect me in my life at all. But I've been down this road before and it's something I'm very passionate about. And so I do have those answers and I do have that information and I want to help people. It's that's like, that's my, that's just, that's why I got into MLM was to help people. And then I was like, oh my God, what did I do? And now I have to help people get out. And I said at the end of Lula Rich, I wanted to help 75. I've helped hundreds of thousands of people at this point. That's awesome. Yeah. So we, we, we have to understand that people are victims and put ourselves in that and be understanding and don't push again. It's a cult. If you push these people you love, they will cut you out of your, of their life. Mm, Don't push them. Always just be there to listen. Oh, open. Oh, okay. That's interesting. Oh no. Thank you. I'm not interested. Oh, how's your business going? Just these open-ended questions to plant seeds. If they go, well, I'm struggling. Oh, what have you been doing? Well, that seems like you're working awful hard and you still haven't done anything yet. Like never, ever be accusatory. Just be very supportive, unconditionally love and support them and be there when they need you. Not if they need you, because they will need you eventually. So just be there when they come and, and, and be willing to help them understand when they, when they open their eyes and and start to see what's going on. Anyway, Carla. (laughs) Yeah, no, most definitely. That's the, that is one of the most important things that I have noticed in the last you know, five or six months of, you know, joining into this anti-MLM movement is that we often forget how convinced we were when we were in the middle of it, what we were doing. They're still a victim. And once they're out, they'll realize it. But when they're in, gosh, just be nice. Like Roberta and I have talked off to the side about this very same thing and it hurts my heart to see people push because the more they push the more people are going to be taken advantage of 
the stronger pool they're going to have into their MLM and the more fraud happens and the more people are taken advantage of. And that's what makes me just even the small part of the anti-MLM movement. You know, we, we're not going to get anywhere mean girling. That's not what being an advocate is about. Just kindness. And when somebody comes to me and, and approaches me, not as much anymore since the documentary, but previously a ton, especially during the beginning of the pandemic, about ways to make ends meet or do I want to come to this party or whatever. I don't go into any anti-MLM stuff. I just redirect them to go do their own legwork. And if you ever, should you ever want to sell, I'm just going to say candles. Should you ever want to make a better profit margin, I can guide you into doing it on your own. If you want to, I'm not interested, but if you want to build your business, I suggest looking into some local events that allow direct sales. And that's it. I leave it at that because that's all in my experience they're going to be able to take in right then. Interesting. Interesting. Yeah. Um, People yeah. don't like to be told they're wrong. They don't like mm-hmm. to be told that they've messed up, that they made yeah. a bad decision, that they, especially well, because when you join these, they're going to be people on the outside going, are you sure? And you're going to ignore all of them. Mm-hmm. And so then, what, we have like the sunk cost fallacy. Mm-hmm. And then yeah, what's, what's the throw throwing uh, bad money after good or whatever, or good money after bad. There's that's another yeah, fallacy. Like putting putting mm-hmm. good money into a bad car. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. They've Absolutely. already sunk the t- you guys have, you know, yeah. it's already sunk the time and effort the so far. Like you feel like you have to you have to make it something good because yeah. of you've told all these people and you sometimes you just gotta let it go. Yes. And that that's a really hard decision to make in MLM because you're like, look, I put in five years, I've spent fifty thousand dollars, I've made all these best friends, I did all these things, I got a tattoo, whatever it is. And you just got have to let it go. And you just have to say, Oh yeah. You just have to say <laughs> it didn't work out and that's okay. It's built to fail. It wasn't my fault. I tried. I got chewed up and spit out like 99.7% of everybody else. And I, I don't have to go down this road again. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm trying to mitigate so like people yeah. hear the hear it and go it's just completely zig instead of zag and miss it all all together. Mm-hmm. But most of my listeners are former hunts who are mm-hmm. like, yes, this happened to me too. Oh my god, okay, it's not my fault. I'm not crazy, right? Right. And you know, it's systemic and it it's it's an issue that we have. It's it's a very public issue. It affects so many things. There's there's politics and lobbying and and mm-hmm. laws and all kinds of stuff it, it's like i call it big pyramid it's like big tobacco and big pharma like it's there, there are lo- the, the lobbying groups are insane yeah are insane for that so, yeah you know what if this interests you like i would say head to my website or actually not i'm sorry if this interests you i would say head to the website mlmchange.org uh that is a website that there's a good portion of us anti-mlm advocates that have created this website. It will direct you to all of the information to help you craft and post a comment on the FTC's website against multi-level marketing to help uh, create stricter rules and regulations in terms of income, health, lifestyle, and claims like that um, to protect more people. So and we will have all of that linked do. linked down below, but repeat that that website, which like I said, we will link. MLMchange.org. Very easy to find. We've got, I mean, we've really made it. So if you're just like, anybody can comment. You don't have to be in the US. You can comment anonymously. You can take a 10 page comment with screenshots and everything, or you can just comment and say, look, I was part of this. I failed. It hurt me. Or I saw someone I loved become a part of this. You don't even have to be in an MLM. You can just be a person that loves frauds and is sick of it and just wants to voice an opinion and say, look, this is a scam and this is why, and we need more regulation. Mm-hmm. We would, we've got like 300 and something comments right now. I, I let's get to a thousand, you guys, like we can do this between everybody that listens to this. If you just go right now and leave a comment right now, boom. There yes. you go. Take that MLMs. There you go. And um, Carla, uh, can you tell us what you are, um, how people can contact you and what you do now? Um, oh, so I, sure. So that, because we'll have that all linked bef- down below, but. Yeah, yeah. We're easy to find. Um, there is a link tree on our Instagram. 
um, decadesrockandpop.com. I, I own an MTV era music and pop culture gift shop out of, I reconditioned the Airstream from the old LuLaRoe days into literally it's music's memory lane. It's like a and Gen it, Xer's dream. Oh, it's amazing. Absolutely, yeah. And it's amazing. Ever, yeah, I, thank you. I love it. Uh, it took a long time to get her looking to what she looks like. It, that did not happen overnight by any means, but you know, if you're ever, if you say you're in an MLM and whatever your product happens to be, and you want to make a better profit margin without all of that pressure. And you, there are certain aspects that maybe you like the socialness of it. For me, when I first joined LuLaRoe, that was, that was very good for me. And I needed that, but you know, maybe there's certain aspects of it that you like and you do, you know, you want to learn how to do it without the pyramid structure you want your pure profit margin and you're just kind of curious like well you know because they convince you they're your wholesale supplier and they're the best they're going to do for you if you have any curious questions like that reach out to us you can find us on instagram there's a link tree for all of the emails the tiktoks the facebooks podcasts that's that's decades rock and pop on instagram um all linked down below and Roberta, what is your contact information besides the so, website? <laughs> well, that's not even my website. My right. website's robertablevins.com. You can find me there. All of my information is there. I'm on Instagram as the real Roberta Blevins and the podcast is on Instagram as life after MLM podcast. We're on TikTok, Berta like, whoa. Um, and we're on YouTube, which I think it's just my name, but it's also life after MLM, the show. So you can find that there as well. We go live, we do game nights uh, right now. I'm doing a lot of old reaction content to my young hun Berta self so it's uh, it's been pretty interesting <laughs> it's good if you like to laugh you know if you don't like to laugh I would say don't go over there okay <laughs> all right um and uh that concludes part one stay tuned for part two Hey, fraudcasters. You know, I used to find bras to be so uncomfortable and constricting. They were the first thing to take off when I got home. But Skims has changed all that. You guys know I love my Skims Fits Everybody t-shirt bras. I own them in just about every shade now. I wear them every single day when I leave the house. And they are completely worth the hype for the amazing shape and support they give. But what I was not expecting from them was how comfortable they are. Even the underwire bras that I wear all day, I barely even notice. Definitely not the first thing I take off when I come home anymore. Y'all, I'm a 36 double D and I've had a reduction and I've gone up and down and lost weight and gained weight and all the things. And the Fits Everybody t-shirt bra, I swear, fits me the best. I finally found a t-shirt bra that I can wear. But not only that, it is the best bra that I own. It holds the girls in so well. And let me just say, Hetero Life Mate really appreciates these bras too. Shop Skims Bras at skims.com. Now available in 62 sizes from a 30A to a 46H. Plus get free shipping on orders over $75. And if you haven't yet, please be sure to let them know that we sent you. After you place your order, select podcast in the survey and select our show, The Fraudcast, in the drop-down menu that follows.